Welcome to the Eat Fans Quickie Podcast, a 15-minute segment where we chat with various content creators of adult entertainment on what drives them, tips for growth, and so much more. Eat the simple, straight to the point, and contains easy-to-execute tips. This show is brought to you by EatFans.com. Monetize your influence. First question, who are you and what's your niche? Okay, well, I'm a catfish um Fem, like femdom slash findom. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you're aware of the kink, but it's basically, it stems from femdom. And then from femdom, it becomes findom. Findom basically is financial dom- uh, domination. Huh. So what time is catfish? The latest, cat, catfish kink is the latest thing within findom industry. Oh. People like to be catfish. Yes, <laughs> they're fully aware that they're being catfish. <laughs> I was I was just as amazed as you when I first heard of it. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> not even you are I a legend. It was a joke the first time I saw it. You are a legend, my friend. You are an absolute legend. Uh, <laughs> second, you have quite... no idea. You see my you see my account. You have seen how big it is and how yeah. how much people actually adore me. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, and then when I heard your voice, I was like, "Huh?" And then it said Serena Catfish, and I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, no judging here." To, to the yeah, I was my like, so my account looks so legit mm-hmm. that most people are confused. <laughs> it's right. That's <laughs> so cool, man. So, when you first started, how did you? When you first started your uh, catfish account, how did you gain followers? Um. The main way is just follow people that have are actually in the same kind of thing, um, and you just keep following, keep following, and then obviously people that don't, don't people that don't follow you back, you unfollow them, and then that way it keeps your account looking like similar to followers as opposed to people that you follow, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's how I've been growing it for the past year, and now I'm over four thousand followers, well, almost close to four thousand actually. I think it is. Oh, nice. After so- a year. I mean, I don't, I don't use any promotions like that. I don't pay for any um, like fake followers and nonsense like that. All my followers are genuine, so it's completely organic. Hmm. Do you have any tips for creators starting out? Um, yeah, just be open and honest. Um, like as much as you can. <laughs> I know it's a joke, right? But I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm completely honest with everyone. That I come across, mm-hmm. they they are fully aware that I'm a catfish. They know that the pics that I'm using aren't my own, um, and they just don't care, <laughs> you know, because the the style that I have is completely unique. The work that I put in is a hundred percent my own, and obviously everything that I'm doing, I'm completely aware of all the um like the ins and outs of the business, like the consent, um like all the uh, acronyms such as uh what's it called again i can't remember the top of my head right now but the um there, there's lo- there's lots of acronyms that are actually um designed to help people when you're a femdom or a findom you know mm-hmm. um such as um rack risk aware consensual kink um what's the other one ssc safe sane and consensual and trick um What's that stand for again? I can't remember the top of my head. Um, Prick is one second. Mm-hmm. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm, I'm still here. 
Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm with you. Just give me one second. Oh, okay. My apologies. Yes. There you go. Personal responsibility, informed consensual kink. I, I, I know what it is, obviously, and I practice it. I practice all three of these, but obviously it's like remembering the name, like exactly what it stands for is mm-hmm. difficult sometimes because there's so much knowledge inside my head. <laughs> <laughs> and um, obviously, like, as long as you're following those three guidelines, um, you're doing things correctly. I mean, I've even got like support from like accounts like Members Blast. Um, they're fully aware of who I am and what I do. And like we're trying, to, what we do is basically try to clean up the community, so to speak. So uh, accounts that are actually being run by people that have literally no idea what they're doing and no clue and are doing everything wrong, we try to get them banned or removed, so mm. to speak. So, and that way it, it just cleans up the community and makes like the work a lot easier for everyone that's involved. It's a safe space for people that are actually on the community. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know any of that. Um, <laughs> I, don't I, know don't. I didn't know any of that. It's kind of like, it's kind of an underground um, income source, like because like all the income that we're making from it is mainly through gifts. So it's like the, the clients that we have, they just gift us. If you see what I mean, so it's really like it's between two consenting adults. Um, obviously, we have to check out all our clients to make sure that they're of legal age. Um, on online as well, the legal age of consent is twenty one. Sorry, 18, I mean, sorry, not, not 16, but obviously in the UK, um, obviously the legal age consent is only 16. But because it's an international um, platform, we, like, um, globally, we um, accept only 18 plus, nothing less, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Anyone, anyone under the age of 18 is just like kind of um, shunned and banned from the community, so to speak. Mm. So, I usually ask this to, to content creators who are like making their own content, but I guess I would like to hear your answer for this. Is what my question is: um, How do you keep your content fresh while avoiding burnout? You know, you only have like a select amount of images, so how do you how do you schedule your content so that you don't burn through all your images? The main part of my content is my wording because I have a very very good command of the English language, so. I use words that are specifically keyed and geared towards the the, um, the clientele that I'm looking for. Mm. And it's um, we use words like trigger. So it will trigger a sub, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So like the, I would use, it would actually, um, we do stuff called subtweeting. So we'd like specifically target an audience with the words that we're using within our tweets and the pictures that we're using to um, kind of... Uh, like complement the words that we use. Oh, okay. And that's why it's, it's like it's what I'm doing very fresh. So, and obviously, I, I'm come up. I come up with ideas all the time, like new games and stuff like that. I come up with an idea called Pass the Sub Parcel, <laughs> and I kind of trademarked it, but not not officially. But you know, I, I put a, like a TM copyright and registered trademark next to it, like <laughs> with emojis. <laughs> and, oh um, my god. <laughs> The idea behind that game is um, like you, uh, the, the the person pays a deposit to myself, and then I I make make a, a tweet online, and then I pass that person around to anyone that applies to the tweet, 
and he pays every single person. He has to pay every single person that he um like gets passed on to. So it's a way for him to meet new people. Because a lot of the people that are online are just very lonely individuals that have very low confidence. And a lot of the time, just talking to them is more than enough to gain their confidence. That's, that's nice. Sounds like you're doing really good service for people. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> I've never had a single complaint <laughs> from anybody. People that leave me come back to me. That's how bad it is. <laughs> For example, one of my um, clientele left today. Um, I told him, that's fine. Take take a break. Take as long as you need. I'll be here whenever you get back. If you get back. It literally lasted an hour and he came straight back to me. <laughs> mm. Wow. So what change would you like to see in the online community space as a sex worker or a content creator in this space? Mainly some more acceptance from the... Um, platforms in general. That's what I'd really love to see because a lot of the platforms don't agree with what the work that we do. Mm. But I mean, for us, it's really a safe space because if we're not doing it here, we'll be doing it elsewhere. That's the truth. Because there's other platforms out there, but they're not as um, user-friendly as Twitter, for example, or or any other, like, for example, Instagram, yeah, they're completely against it mm. and it's very difficult to make money on there whatsoever. I mean, I'm not going to even lie. It kind of really helped me to get through the whole pandemic as well. The income that I was making through this. Because without this, I don't think I would have survived. And the same thing goes for a lot of people that are actually doing this throughout the pandemic. Throughout the pandemic, Because it's all online. So you never have to meet your clients. You never have to physically be with them. And it's completely safe. So a lot of people that were online, uh, that, that um, literally trying to do the same thing that I'm doing, they would, might have had to resort to meeting clients, which would actually put their selves at risk. And obviously passing on Corona and everything. I mean, they could have easily lost their lives from this kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I've, I've, I've even advised like other genuine, like real life sex workers on how to progress their businesses. And, um, you know, I've done it for free as well a lot of the time. And so a lot of the time they've actually sent me gifts as well as like a thank you to be honest, many times because of the advice that I give them is so spot on and so sound that they start making money almost instantly. Um, Last question. How can the people find you? Um, Well, I have an all my links account. So I have uh, kick, I have Twitter, I have, um, what's the word? Um, Like an OnlyFans account as well so i have many many different platforms that i'm actually on so obviously with twitter that's my main account and that's where i engage with most of my clients wow Uh, just a quick um i've asked you all the questions but i I just have a personal question right now um how did you get it how did you get into this like how did you i mean because you're so you're so well versed you know you talk like a copywriter or something i'm like how did he you know he he, did he get into copywriting and then like pivot into this like what, what what's the story man how did this happen oh the, the the truth behind it is i literally found it completely by accident because i was just online one day browsing through twitter um you know i've never i never really used twitter much before this mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest i didn't even like it <laughs> but I didn't even, number one I didn't, even know groups, I didn't even know that groups existed in twitter 
That's how bad it was. <laughs> like, <laughs> the minute that I found that Twitter, that's when the whole world opened up for me. I was like, wow, wow. this is different. I actually like this app now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, um, and the thing is, um, what, once I did find out about the um, whole Findom thing, I was thinking, no way, this must be lies. There, there won't be men out there that actually pay women just for literally talking to them and nothing more. And obviously, I've, then I looked at it a little bit more, did a bit more research, looked a bit deeper into it. I was like, do you know, it's actually true. It seems like the screenshots, yeah. <laughs> the screenshots seem legit. It looks like it's working for them. It might well be true. And then, I, then after that, I found out about the... Um, the catfish findom thing, I was thinking, wow, I could actually do this because the pictures aren't even the people that actually say that they are. So if I show anyone else's picture, that I could be a catfish findom. Anyone can do it. Mm. <laughs> you know, and obviously with all my experience, I mean, I'm quite, I'm quite a good salesperson as it was anyway. So I just kind of sell the dream to people. They, they want to believe that I'm the person behind the images. Well, I'm the person behind the images. <laughs> you know, wow. and that's it. It's really as as that. <laughs> Dude, that's mind-blowing. Man, I know. that's mind-blowing. All right, so, like, we've been doing, we, we started, we event, we launched YeeFans uh, last week. This, we're open one week officially on Friday. We we're very, very new. But I have a lot, we, our team has, uh, thank you, our team has a lot of experience in this industry. Like, we worked with other porn aggregate companies, and we just saw them, you know, the people that we worked for, we just saw a lot of people making money off of ripped content from, like, OnlyFans, you know, and they posted on, like, their Pornhub clone website, and they'd make money off the hits. And personally, I don't like that, because, like, I'm... You know, like I'm, I'm a, I make movies and stuff, so I'm all, I'm always against like online piracy. But the whole thing with stepping into this space is you're finding so many different niches, like femdom or um, really femdom really or really blows my mind because I like you, I didn't know guys were that desperate to talk to women. Yeah, like exactly. I didn't know, it was, I like I knew it was bad, but <laughs> I didn't know it was that bad. It's like you know. But this yeah, is really that bad out there. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it really and truly, though, there's been stuff like this going on for so many years. But <clears throat> the thing is, no one's really known about it. Because mm -hmm. when I, I was actually mind blown as well when I found out that this whole Findom industry has been going on for at least seven or eight years on Twitter. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> Minimum seven or eight years. Wow. I was like, are you crazy? If I knew about this eight years ago, yeah, I don't even know where I'd be right now. <laughs> so what are you doing about it? <laughs> and I've wow. got one of the strongest accounts on the whole of Twitter. But at the end of the day, like I said to you, when I, my, my identity, I need to keep it secret because like, anonymity for us is really, really key. Okay. Because uh, that was going to be my next show, question. Okay. So when I write up yes. like the, 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 the copy for like the episode, do I just say like my interview with anonymous sex creator or can I like, you don't want me to link it to your current account, Serena, correct? Or did you mind if I put like the links to your Twitter account? I mean, by all means you could, you could link my Twitter account. It's fine. Okay. Because okay. it's not me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you could definitely link it to my Twitter account. That's absolutely fine. Okay. It's not like just to, just this afternoon, well, yesterday actually, I made a post um, because another sex worker tried to say that, um, 
like they bitch tried to expose the fact that I'm a guy. Uh, I told her in a DM that I'm I'm a guy. So she tried to expose that fact. I made a post straight back at her and I said, the reason that I didn't want you to tell, like like try and like get me involved in your argument hmm. is because not for my sake, but for your sake. I've exposed myself before online of my gender and that. And the subs just don't give a shit. <laughs> if, anything, I get, if anything, I get more money when I'm exposed like that. Because oh, then wow. I've got kind of pity sales and stuff like that. People coming after, like, coming up to me wanting to pay me. Oh. <laughs> it, does, it actually increases my, my standing with the community. And I, I actually gain more followers from it as well. <laughs> and I've got a lot more support from it. <laughs> so, and, 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 and the end of the day, her account is now completely shut down. Wow. <laughs> it blew up in her face, huh? It really does, yeah. I mean, people think they're going to come at me by showing a snippet of screenshots between a conversation of myself and her. So what I did, I just showed the whole conversation, start to finish. <laughs> and it showed, it literally completely, like, changed the tone of the whole, the whole thing she tried doing to me. Mm. I mean, like I said, other people have tried taking me down before and they always fail because... I'm actually doing absolutely nothing wrong. I'm providing a service to people that want it. I'm not doing it. Somebody else will. <laughs> and that's a, that's a, that's really well. It is it comes down to the end of the day. It's like I can do it better than most people online. About ninety nine percent of them. <laughs> it's it's been so bad. Yeah, I've actually trained, as I said, other sex workers on how to do this, and I practically made them. <laughs> Without <laughs> me, they would actually been nowhere, and they would have literally closed their account down within a couple of weeks. <laughs> But now they're actually making clients for themselves and making money. Wow. They found they found their passion. <laughs> wow, that's awesome, man! I've actually, I've actually gained some good friends from it as well, to be honest. But then at the same time, you do get a lot of jealous people that that come at you like a friend, and it's really a cutthroat business because a lot of the um lot of the sex workers online, men and women, can, like either ones. Yeah, there's e- there's even transgender sex workers and stuff like that. Uh-huh. They've all got their own. Like um, some of them are actually quite nice. I do have some like nice transgender friends, you know, and but there is other ones out there that just come across as complete bitches. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want to get involved with them because they're just selfish and they literally got nothing like productive to bring to you or your business. Like they won't even retweet your like your your post and that, even though you're giving them so much help. It won't even offer you a simple retweet or yeah. a like on your post or something like that. And you got forced into following you even sometimes. You're like, come on, really? Yeah. I don't need your support that badly. I've got support from so many other thousands of people. <laughs> you know, but that's why you I win though, because you give. They don't give. That's that's why they're in the shape they're in. You know, exactly. When you don't give, it, you you're, to- you're just stuck. It's just you in a room by yourself. But when you give openly, like you're talking about, you helped other people. You've talked to them. You gave them tips on how to, you know, hey, don't give up. Do this, this, and this. And you'll start making money, and then they start to like duplicate what you told them, and then they start making money. They're like, oh wow, I do have a future in this. Like you gave information, and you weren't like, oh, I got to charge you for that. You just gave it willingly, and then you grew because that's how it works. The shit boomerangs back to you, <laughs> you know. Exactly. It always does. 100%. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Because yeah. um, there's a lot of other people online that have tried writing books and stuff like that and giving tips and char- and charging people for that book and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and it, 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 it always backfires in the end because once you start charging for stuff like that, yeah, and you're not building like your own like, reputation within the community, 
as someone that's actually honest and forthright, then people will like start to move away from you, so to speak. Hmm. So I've actually lost some people that I counted as friends online. Mm-hmm. I've had people that stole like my clients from me and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, those same clients are coming back to me now. <laughs> Oh wow! Because they realised they realised how bad the person they went to was over the over me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man! Well, I mean, this has been an absolute pleasure. Um, you should honestly consider joining Yeet Fans. Like we have, we're doing since we launched. We're so new. We're doing a, a, a if you're one of the new adopters of our software, uh, it's a ninety percent commission that you keep for for lifetime for the duration of your account. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only take 10%. Um, so just jump aboard, make an account, and, and, and play around with it. And let yeah, me, I, I'd love to hear your it's thoughts. A lot fans, that's for sure. Yeah. It's definitely a lot better than only fans. Yeah. Let's take a, a much larger percentage out of your money. Yeah. You know? We, we, we want to help. We want to help. But I, I'd love to see your thoughts, seeing as like you're on all these different platforms. I'd like to see your thoughts on how we can improve or what you like about the current software. But uh, man, thank you so much for your time. I. My head's kind of spinning. I can't even lie. This is like the <laughs> coolest interview. I can't even lie, man. This is the coolest interview I've done. And I've done like a lot of cool ones, but this is your story is definitely unique. And uh, before I release yeah, it, I uh, before I release it, I'm gonna send it to you to get your final approval, and uh, we'll just go from there. But thank you so much for your time, uh, Serena Catfish. This has been another episode of the Yeet Fans Quickie Podcast. Go out and create something cool. Then monetize it on yeetfans.com, a space for creators. 